Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. Tonight's shear in Simen Kuf Ches. We are in the middle of Sif Mem Dalad, which is on page 18. We'll just read the Mechab and Ramot till where we were up to, and then we'll continue at the very end of page 18. Kohen Afopishu Panui Noseas Kapov. The Shulchan Aruch told us that a Kohen, even if he is single, he should still duchen. The Ramos says, V'yesh omrim de'enu nosei kapov. There are those who say, the Kohen who is not married should not duchen. Ta'ashari below isha, shari below simcha. One who is without a wife is without simcha. Ta'amavarech yesh lo lios besimcha. And one who is duchening has to be besimcha. V'nogu shenosei kapov. The Ramos said, the minog is that a Kohen who is not married does duchen. Afa pishenu nasui. Umikamakam arotza shalolisa kapov eimochem biado. But if there is a single Kohen who does not want to duchen because he is single, we will not protest against him. Rak shaloyehei bebeis akneses b'shosh shekorin kohanim o'omrim lohem lito yudeim. Just, he shouldn't be in shul when they're calling out kohanim or they're telling the people, the kohanim, to go wash their hands. Picking up on the third to last word in the Ramah on page 18. Nogu b'chol medinos elu she'ein nosin kapayim elu biyomtov. The halacha we've all been waiting for, the Ramah tells us that the minog in all of our countries, the Ashkenazi countries, that we do not duchen except on yontif. And why is that? Mishum sha'oz shuyim b'simchas yomtov. Because then we are shori. In the Simcha of Yontif, the Tov Leib Hu Yivarich, and then we're happy, and that's why the Kohanim are allowed to duchen. Mashe'en came b'shar yomim, which is not the case by other days, afilu b'shabsos hashona, even on Shabbos, where you would think that we're happy, but still the Ramah says, you can't duchen even on Shabbos, why is that? Important Ramah right here, Shetrudim b'herhurim al mechyosam, because on Shabbos, they are torah, they're bothered with the thoughts about their parnasah. That's number one. And number two, Val Bitum Malachtam. And on their loss of time working, which we'll get to in the Mishabur exactly what that is referring to. Vafilu Biyomtov. And even on Yontif, when we say we do Duchin, A no sinkapayim elobit filas musaf. We only duchin during musaf. Sheyotzin oz mi besakneses viyismuchu besimchas yomtov. Amazing. We only duchin a yontav. Why? Because not only do we need the simcha of yontav, we need to know that we're already out of, almost out of shul and we can already start, uh, having a suda. So only then with a proper mindset of simcha to be able to duchin a yontav. So it's dafka and yontav, which is the greatest simcha, and dafka and musaf, which is the greatest point of simcha. Any shachrus or musat tefillah where we are not duchening, the chazan says in the place of the duchening, the short tefillah that we have, like we said at the end of simen, kuf chav zayin. On Yom Kippur, we duchen as well like Yontif. There are places where they also duchen on Yom Kippur and Ne'ilah. And there are places where they duchen as well on Yom Kippur at Shachris. Now let's see the Mishabura. There's one Mishabura on page 18. We said in all our countries, we only duchen on Yontif. But the Mishabur writes, Uba'eretz Yisrael, Ubuchol Malchus Mitzrayim, in Eretz Yisrael and the lands of Mitzrayim, Haminog Lisa Kapayim Bechol Yom, the Minog is to Duchin every day, Vaposkim Kilsulim in Hogam Bazeh, and the Poskim praise them for such a Minog. It's a great thing to be Duchining every day. But the Poskim also tell us not to change our Minog in Chutzlar, it's not to Duchin every day, because that's our Minog, to Duchin only on Yatif. Continues the Mishabura on page Yud in Sikhsif Koton Kuf Samachay. We only Duchin on Yatif. And we said the reason was because then you're Shari in Simchas Yontif. Says the Mishabura, 
Bain Shechal Bechol O Beshabbos. That which we do on Yontif, as we know, it's whether Yontif falls out during the week or Yontif falls out on Shabbos. Either way, we do him. V'yesh Mekomo Shenuhagin She'ein Nosin Kapayim Afilu B'Yontov. There are places where they will not tuchen even on Yantuf when it falls out on Shabbos. Aval ein minhog ze iker klal. That is not the correct minhog. Kimoshe kasu harbe achronim. That you should tuchen like we do on Yantuf even if it is also Shabbos. Where does this come from? What's the basis of the minhog not to tuchen on Yantuf when it's also Shabbos? So if you look at note 171, he writes, we're choshesh for the ones that say that you shouldn't do if you're about carry. And since it's Shabbos, they don't want to be roads, uh, they, they want to be mavatal, the owner of Friday night, and therefore mamelo, they're going to be balkeris, and therefore they wouldn't be able to do That's reason number one, and that's brought down in the Sharetzion. The Magen Avram explains further the reason why they don't do it on Yontif, which is also Shabbos. Like we'll see in a couple of days, we say during Duchening the special tefillah for the bad dreams in Rabbono Shalolam. On Shabbos, we don't make requests, so we don't say that tefillah. Therefore, the Minog is... Not to duchen. Since you can't say that feel that you say during duchening, so therefore they say not to duchen. Those are the two reasons that are brought down. And then in note 171 he says, that's when Yom Kippur, that's when Yonta falls on Shabbos. There are some who hold that way. You know, Mishavura says that's not the Iker Minog, the Iker Minog is the yes, in fact, Duchen on Yontav, even if it's Shabbos. But in Yom Kippur, Shechal Shabbos, however, when it comes to Yom Kippur that falls on Shabbos, Rav Moshe says, It's Pashat, you do Duchen on Yom Kippur when it's Shabbos, because both those reasons above do not apply. You have to scream at those people who try to prevent the Kalanim from Duchening. Reason number two, that we don't make the request on Shabbos, Lo Shabbos Yom HaKippurim. It's not true on Yom Kippur. Sherei Zeh Yom Tchino Bakasha. That's what Yom Kippur is. It's a day of Tchino Bakasha to Hashem. So that reason doesn't apply. V'chein Tam HaTfil Lo Shabbo. And so to the reason they don't even vote the owner of Friday night and they can't go to the mikvah, so it'll be a Balkari. That doesn't apply in Yom Kippur. Sherei Kfar Tovlu HaKohanim Be'ev Yom HaKippurim. And obviously, Bia's Asar on Yom Kippur. So therefore, there would be no problem of them being a Balkari because they went to the mikvah right before Yontif. And therefore, it says of Moshe, both reasons for those Shittas who have the Mirag to Duchen on Yontif when it's also Shabbos, it would not apply if it is Yom Kippur and also Shabbos. So according to everyone, you should be Duchen on Yom Kippur at Shabbos. The Mishabura told us that the correct Mirag is to Duchen even on Yontif when it falls on Shabbos. Continues the Mishabura in the fourth line of page Yud. Nogu hakohanim silsul be'atzmon. The kohanim are knowing a certain mila in themselves. Litbo be'erev yomtov mishum nesias kapayim shalomachar. To go to the mikvah on erev yantif because of the duchening they're going to do on yantif. Vegam belavoch itzarach adam mataris atzmo b'regel. And even besides that point. We have an Indian to go to the mikvah to be matar oneself before the yantif. Mikomakom einzem ma'akev b'diyevet. However, the going to the mikvah is not ma'akev the birchas kohanim b'diyevet. So if you look at 172 in the notes, he writes v'zeu echad ha'toamim shekasu amaril l'minak chutzlaret she'enam nosin kapeim ela biyomtov. This is one of the reasons brought down by the maril why in chutzlaret the minak is not to duchen except on yantif. Again, because of this chumrah, they want to go to the mikvah before, and I guess that's not practical for everyone to be going to the mikvah before except on. Erev Yantif. And therefore, they limited the Duchening. That's one reason why they limited the Duchening to Yantif when people go to the mikvah on Erev Yantif. So, the Ode... 
ve'od shnei ta'amim kasev sham the the um, the Ma'aril brings two other reasons why we don't do Chinan Yantif. Number Aleph, Mishun Bittel Mulacha can move over Mishiburakan. One is because of Bittel Mulacha that we'll discuss in a moment, like we're saying over here. And Beis, Mishun Shayom Nimtsoim Goyim Bebeis Aknesses. Because the other times besides Yantif, there were Goyim found in the Shul, and I guess that would be inappropriate to be doing Brachas Kohanim. I guess the Bracha maybe would go on them as well. And that was the third reason Ma'aril brought down not to do now, in note 173, just goes a little bit of a side point, that which the Mishabura told us, that besides the minog, the mile of the Kohanim, that they go to the Nikvah before Yantah for Duchening, we also go to the Nikvah anyway, because we want to retire ourselves before the Regal. Now, says note 173, the Afa ain't Olim La Regal, you know, nowadays, obviously, there is no Mitzvah Lila Regal, we still do it. That even nowadays a person is chayev to go to the mikvah before the regel. Shariyshuva says that nowadays there is no chayev to be matar yourselves for the regel since there's no mitzvah of We don't go up on the regel to makabel the pnei hashchina. But he says, Lamaisa, there's no chiyah, but it is a good minog to be knowing to in fact go to the mikvah before Yantaf, even nowadays, when there is no mitzvah of a lila regal. Says the Mishavura Vaitar and Sivkaton Kuf Samach Vav. We said in the Ramah, we only do it on Yantaf, because that's when we're Shari Besimchas Yantaf. We also do it on Yom Kippur. Because Yom Kippur has a special simcha as well, and that is the simcha of us getting a mechila from our averos and a slicha from our averos. Then the Ramah told us that the reason why we don't do on other days of the year, including Shabbos, was because we're truden behehurim al mechiasam, and then he says val bitum malachtam. So it sounds like from the Ramah, the Mishabru is going to tell us, that it's two reasons why you don't tochen on Shabbos. Number one is, your mind is overtaken and torrid in your Parnassah. You're thinking about your Parnassah. And number two, val bitum Like you're bemoaning the fact that you can't go to work on Shabbos. So the Mishabru doesn't like that. Jews are bemoaning the fact they can't go to work on Shabbos. They might be worried about the, how they're paying the bills. That might be on their minds, but they're bemoaning the fact they can't go to work on Shabbos. So says the Mishavur in Kuf Samach Zayin, Val Mito Malachtam, Haloshen Megumgum, this Loshen is messed up. V'chas V'shalom Yisrael Kedoshim, Yitztaru B'Shabbos Al Bito Malachtam. Yisrael Kedoshim, they're going to be Mitztar on Shabbos because they can't go to work. V'yom HaKadosh on the Holy Day. So that can't be the Pshat and Ramah. V'anochon Shetzarach Lomar. The correct way that the Ramah should be read is, not va'al bitum malachtam, u bishvil bitum malachtam. Because of their bitum malacha. V'koi tam ze al This reason of bitum malacha is going back on that which was written before. She'ein no sinkapayim b'shar yomim. It's not going back on Shabbos. The Ramah told us Yudukhin on Yantif, not on other days, and also not on Shabbos. And then it gives two reasons. The first reason is going back on Shabbos, which is right before it, and the second reason is going back on Chol. As we will see right now, how the Darche Moshe sets it up as well. The Palginu Moshe, Shekosav Tam. The Darche Moshe writes the reasons as follows. This first reason that they're deterred in their thoughts about their Parnassah, that's why they don't look on Shabbos, because their minds are thinking about how they're going to support their families. But for the reason why they're not talking during the week, the reason is, 
because of the Bittamulacha. Now there is a Bachlokas in the Poskim, how to understand the Tachim Moshe. What does it mean that you don't duchen during the week because of Bittamulacha? Is it because, like some things that we leave out of Daphne during the week because we want people to be able to run to work because the Mamish is Bittamulacha? Or is the fact that the Bittamulacha is the cause of the lack of Simcha? In other words, is the Bittamulacha alone what's not allowing us to duchen during the week? Or it's the fact that I'm going to be late to work, so that's causing me to not have simcha, and it's the lack of simcha that causes me not to duchen. That's the machlokas in the post, and I had to understand this Rambam. Fine. Now we go weiter in the Mechaber. We are now in Sif Memhei. Elu tevo shakohanim hovchim bohem ledorom ulatzafon. The following words, the kohanim turn side by side from north to south while they are in the middle of duchening. And the words are as follows. I check this up with a coin, and this, these are the words. Yevarechacha v'yishmerecha, eilecha v'yichunecha, eilecha lecha and shalom. These are the words that the Kohanim are going, are swaying back and forth between north and south. The Ramah says, V'nohagin shemarichin b'nigun elu tevos. The minog is that they elongate the nigun by these words. Ki kol achas mehen hu sof bracha b'fnei atzma. Because each one of them is really the end of a bracha. As, as the Mishavu will explain to us, that really each bracha of the three brachos constitutes two brachos. So each one of these words is really the end of a bracha. V'omrim ribon, and then we say ribon, which was a two we'll get to in a couple of days about bad dreams. Kemoshim afresh besimen koflamid b'shah shemarichin b'nigun hatevo shebesof hapsukim. Now, we'll see in the Mishibur, we'll take out the vav, u'b'shah, it should be just b'shah. That v'omrim ribon, we say ribon, b'shah shemarichin b'nigun hatevo shebesof hapsukim. We say the tefillah of Ribon on the dreams at the time when the Kohanim are elongating the nigin of the words at the end of each Pasuk. The Hainu, those words at the end of each Pasuk are V'yishmerecha, V'yichunecha, and Shalom. Now we don't do that, just to mind you, we don't do it while the Kohen is saying the word, right? We'll see in the Be'alacha, we do it before the Kohen says the word. But the way the Ramah is saying it is that while they're being menagain at the end of the Pesukim, those last words, that's when you say the tefillah, that's not what we do as we'll see shortly. And the one who is calling out the uh, the words to the Kohanim does not say that tefillah of Ribon. Let's stop there in the Ramah and see the Mishibura. The Mishibura writes in Sifkoton Kuf Samaches, Hofchem Bahem, these are the words that the Kohanim are turning from north to south. The reason why they are knowing this, to go back and forth between north and south, is It's in order that the bracha should cover everyone. So they go back and forth, so the bracha, the hands, the way they're facing, is covering everyone in the crowd. Then the Ramah told us that the minog is to be marich the nigin on these words. Says the Mishabur in Kuf Samachtes, Kosa Be'el Yerabah, B'Shem Tshuvas Be'es Yaakov. Ma'ashen O'Hogin L'Nagin Tevas V'Yishmereh, Below Chaf. That which there is a minute that some people have, that they sing a tune for the first part of the word V'Yishmereh, without the Chaf. V'Achar Kach HaChaf, and then they say the Chaf separately. V'Chein Osem V'Yichunaka, who told us that's a mistake. D'Davka B'Sof Marich. You should Davka B'Marich at the end of the word. Don't separate the word in the middle. Before you finish the word, it's not mashma, the kavana of that word. So to any chazan in general, when he's saying these words, you should not split the word into two. It should be one word. If you want to elongate the nigin, do it at the end of the word. Don't do it in the middle of the word that would separate it. Sifkoton kuf ayin is gone, that which the Ramah said, that the minog is that we're marich, the nigin of these words, because each one of them is the end of a bracha on its own. Who tam gam al divrei hamachaber? 
this that each one is the end of a bracha is also the reason for the mukhabir why he says you move side to side during this bracha. Besides that which the Mishabur told us to cover all the people in the crowd, but Badafka at the end of each bracha, you want to make sure that you're covering everyone that's in the tzibur. The kavana, the kavana is of all these brachos, the afagad, the shalosh brachos, kohanim. Even though as we know there are three psukim, there are officially three psukim, three brachos of birchas kohanim. Mikomakom bechol bracha bifne atzma yeshbashte brachos. Each bracha itself really consists of two brachos, and that is the hainu. Yevarechacha Hashem is bracha achas. V'yishmerecha is bracha shnia. So that's two right there. Yevarecha Hashem v'yishmerecha. Just to touch the bracha the way the Rashi and other Mepharshim explain the bracha, because that's Kedai to do. V'yarecha Hashem is that Hashem should bless you with parnasa, with gashmiistic things, all good things. V'yishmerecha is Hashem should guard it. Guard these gashmiistic things, these parnasa, these kind of things that Hashem gives you. Hashem should guard over it as well. Then that's two. Ya'er Hashem ponav eilecha. He bracha achas. That's one bracha. That's a bracha for ruchniistic things. That's for limerat Torah and for ruchnius. V'yichuneka bracha shnia. That's you should find chayin. Different shita. Some say you should find chayin in Hashem's eyes. Some say you should find chayin in other people's eyes. That's bracha number four. That's bracha shnia of the second pasuk. Yisro Hashem eilecha. Right? Yisro Hashem ponav eilecha is bracha achas. That's that Hashem should turn towards you. Should show favoritism towards you, should show love towards you. The Yasein Lachashalom, and he should give you peace, which as we know from this week's Pasha from the Chukosai, it says, Rashi says, in Ain Shalom, Ain Klum, all the brachas are Talui on Shalom, so that's the sixth bracha of Yasein Lachashalom. So Gam can have a bracha achas, that's also one bracha. So we see there, there are three brachas, are really in fact six brachas, and therefore by the end of each bracha, that's when we elongate the Nigin. The Magad Abraham says another reason. The reason why we, the Kohanim are turning their faces during these words, Badafka, is because these are all the words that are Lashon Nocheach, right? Elecha, towards the person. Yivarechacha, Yishmerecha, right? All the end, the end with Chaf. Now the before Shadu discuss over here that there is one word that doesn't end with a Chaf, and that's Shalom. And there's also one word here that doesn't end the Bracha, that's Lecha. Right? Yevarechacha v'yishmerecha both end with a chaf and they're both the end of a bracha. Right? Yor Hashem panav elecha v'yichunecha. So elecha v'yichunecha both end with a chaf and they're also both the end of a bracha. But then you have Yisra Hashem panav elecha. That's good. But then v'yosein l'cha shalom. So l'cha is the chaf and the shalom is the end of the bracha. So someone is saying that by Mordechai wants to say that you have to have one or the other. You have a special turning of the Kohanim during either something that's Lashon Lecheach that ends with the Chaf or that it's the end of the Bracha and that covers Lechot or Shalom. Some say you have to have both because all of them really are both but Lechot Shalom together accomplishes both. It has the Chaf. It has also the end of the Bracha. Says the Aleph. We said in the Ramah that we say the Tefillah of Ribon while they are marichin in the nigun of these tefos at the end of the Psukim, i.e. v'yishmerecha, v'yichonecha, and shalom. Says the Mishavurah, Tzarech Lomar, b'sha'ah. Like I pointed out before, it shouldn't say u'b'sha'ah, it should say you say the Tefillah b'sha'ah at the time when they're saying it. V'chenu v'sifrei shulchanarach yishanim, and that is the girsa in the older shulchanarachs. V'nigun ha-tevos, while they are lengthening or elongating the nigun of those words. Says the Mishavura, Hainu Bishashimarikim Binigan Havaras Os Akronashalateva. We say the Tvila according to this Ramah, while we're lengthening the Nigan on the pronunciation of the last os of each of these words. Not at the time that we're actually saying the word. When the calling is actually saying the word, you have to listen to the word. You have to hear the word. So rather it means 
while he's being married of the nigin of the pronunciation of the last letter. But we're going to see here the Biralacha, which will bring down what Arminog is, the Mayla of Arminog, the Chisarn of Arminog. So let's take a look at the Biralacha. Again, the Ramah said that the time that you say the Tefillah of Ribon is while the Chazan is elongating the last word of each Pasuk, specifically the last letter of the last word of each Pasuk. Says the Biralacha, I am a Mishabura, which we just did. The Minog in our Medinos, and this is in fact what our Minog is, is to say that Tefillah of Ribon after the Makre, after the Chazan, or the one who's calling out, says the last word of each Bracha. Then we say it while they sing, and then the Kohanim afterwards say the word Vishmarecha themselves. So we say it in between. The Kohanim either are silent while we're saying the Tefillah, or they're singing. For us, the Minogas, they sing. And after we the Tzibu have finished the Tzibu of Ribon, that's when the Kohanim finish up the last word. It says, this Minog has a little, a little valid reason. The Milo is that we can hear clearly the word. We're done with our Tzibu. And then we hear, we hear the whole word as opposed to the way the Ramah is saying it. While he's saying the last letter and he's singing, it's going to be a little harder to hear the word. So we say the tefillah, and then we can focus on what we have to focus on, which is the Kohanim saying the last word of the bracha. However, says the Biralacha, Eludiyesh lefak fake bazek tas. But there is a little bit of a chisar in the mahalach that we do. And what's that? Diyesh hefsuk ben kriyas ha-makre la-miras ha-kohanim. There's a little bit of a break between the makre saying v'yishmerecha and the Kohanim saying the word v'yishmerecha. You can say maybe that's considered part of their words, so there's not so much of a break. But what are you going to say if the Quranim are silent for, for a minute while we're, while we're saying this field, they're silent, and then they, then they say the word, so there's a whole minute break between the Chazan and them. And why is that a problem? We said in Allah Yurchas, the Qadam can't say the word until the Makri finishes. That's in the Gemara and Sota. It's mashma that immediately after the Makri finishes, they have to say the word. So we don't want a minute break that we're silent. We said the Kohanim respond after the the Baal after every word. It's also mashma that immediately afterwards they have to answer. So it should be immediate. You shouldn't have a minute break. And many Mephorshim tell us the reason why there's a Makri in the first place is so they won't come to make a mistake. And when we're going to wait a minute before they're going to say it, come to a mistake, and that applies even if they're singing the niggin. That until now, you could get out of it and say that it's only a problem if you're pausing with no niggin. But if there's a niggin, it's as if you started the word. But mitzad remembering what word you're up to, while you're singing the niggin, you don't remember what word you're up to. Therefore, the tzibur should get moving. They shouldn't schlep out their tzvila. The kalanim should not have to wait too long. That's where he discusses if they wait too long, the amount of time it says to say the whole Berchus if they have to go back, if that's allowed, Ayin Shem. But the point is, the Berlach here brings our Minog. Again, the mile of our Minog is that we hear clearly the word the Quran are saying. The Chisarn is that there's a break between the Makre and the Kohen, and that's a problem 
Certainly, if you're quiet, but even with a nigger, it's a little bit of a problem because the whole purpose seems to be so that they should know what word to say, and by singing for a minute in between, they may get distracted from what word they are up to. Right, we're waiting for them. Correct. That's the way. That's it has evolved that way, but that's not really. You know, it's just it's timed. Does he yeah. mean before when he says Rishlon Kishim Menagnin that 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 it wouldn't be a hefsek when you're saying na 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 like that type of? That yeah, type he's, of saying, he's saying the singing of the Kohanim is already considered like they started the words, so it wouldn't be a hefsek. Starting the words even though you're not singing. Correct. The same Correct. That's what, he, that's what he's talking about. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So the way we do it when the Kohanim starts singing the nigan before they say the word, you could say that's considered as if they started saying the word because they're they're. You know, they're getting into it. They're on the way to saying the words. That considered part of the word. Fine. Says the Kuf Gimel. So we said, the last thing we said in the Ramah was, The one who is calling out the words should not say the tefillah of the dreams. Says the Mishaburah in Sifkaton Kuf Ayin Gimel. Pirish. The Shiatibur who is leading the davening, Pshita Shalayoma Haribon. It's obvious, it's Pashit, he can't say that Tvila. Davi Hesik, but Tvila, Davi Hesik in the middle of his davening, he for sure can't say it. Even if the Chazan is a Kohen, and as we learned earlier, Viacher Huamakre. Since the Shiatibur is a Kohen, there's someone else who's being Makre. Gamkein Loyoma Hamakre Haribon. So not only should the Chazan not say it, also the Makre, the one who's calling out the words, should not say the Ribon. Why? Because he might get thrown off, he might get confused with his tefillah, and he will not be able to properly be calling out the next word. According to this, the Makri who said the last word already, Shalom, his job is over. Then Avada, he could say Ribon, because then he already finished his job. He's not going back to the tefillah, only the Chazin is. The Su Shash because there's no longer a chash of getting confused. He's not finishing off the brach of Sim Shalom. Only the chazan is. I want to read one more line, but I want to make a deal with the Mishra we just read. One more line in the Mishra, then we'll go back. If there are no Kohanim by Musaf of Yantif to Duchen, Nohagim She'en Omrim Arev. We don't see the Tfilah of Arev. I'd like to make a small diak. It's on a halacha that we're going to see soon, but probably most people are familiar with it. In our Sidurim, if you look, they have the Ribon after the first bracha, after the second bracha, and there's a much longer Hiratsan that you say after the third bracha. As we'll see shortly, the Gra held that you should say the Ribon all three times. The Mishabur here is clearly going like, like the Gra, because the Mishabur just told us that even though the Makre should not say the Ribon, but after the Shalom, after the third bracha, then he could say the Ribon. What do you mean say the Ribon? We don't say Ribon there. We say the, especially Hiratsan. He's, he's, he's going like the Gra. This last line on page Yud, he writes, Unless he's not going with the Gra, and he just means since he was the Makri and he missed it by the first two brachos, so it's better for him to be mashed by the third bracha. And I was not sure if the Mishabur is being associated over here like the Gra, or that he just means if you have the choice of saying one or the other, you know, Bishlam with the Tzibur, who said already Ribon twice, We'll see that's not so Pasha as it is. We'll see a Biralacha soon. That's not so Pasha as it is. So maybe then you say the, the special tefillah that we say. But the Chazan who couldn't, the Makri who couldn't say it the first two times, maybe that he could say the Ribbon. So that's Sarachim, what exactly the Chavaz uh, means over here. Does it mean like the Gra? Or does it mean this other option of what I'm suggesting? But everyone can think about that and we'll pick up a Mitzvah Shem tomorrow. 
You have been listening to a shear from shasilluminated.org. For other shiurim on many topics, or to hear an eon shear on any daf in shas, including Mara Mekaymas on each shear, please visit www.shasilluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203-312-SHAS. That's 203-312-7427 or email info at shasilluminated.org.